Welcome to the Morning Woods. I'm Miles Tridel, writer, producer, and narrator of this episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider writing a review and sharing the show with your friends and family. Thanks for listening. Everyone makes mistakes as a teenager, right? It's a time of life when everything feels new and the possibilities seem endless. You aren't burdened with the responsibilities of adulthood, but you're able to start experimenting with its privileges. Well, I didn't go the route of drinking or smoking. I didn't feel the need to chase girls or drag race my friends. What I did sounds innocent, but the consequences turned out to be just as dire as the traditional poor choices my peers made. So, what was my vice? Meditation. That's right. I ruined my life by sitting on my bed, breathing slowly, and focusing my mind. I should have known it wasn't something to play around with. I should have known when I saw the first face appear behind my closed eyelids. It was the face of a young boy. He was probably around 12 or 13 years old. His dark hair was parted off-center, and the part continued down his forehead as a bloody gash. Despite whatever horrible thing had happened to him, the boy smiled at me. The shock of seeing the mutilated child broke my concentration and caused me to lose my center. That's what the meditation books call it when you lose focus. I thought seeing the boy was just a fluke. I'd heard some people manage to achieve hallucinogenic states while meditating and wondered if that's what I had done to make him appear. It didn't stop me from doing it again a few hours later. This time, an elderly woman appeared. I felt her before I saw her and she remained when I opened my eyes. She wore a hospital gown as she stood barefoot in my bedroom. Her pallid form seemingly shimmered as she walked toward the window. She gazed out into my yard longingly before slowly turning her head to face me. Her face was ghostly pale except for the areas around her eyes. They were surrounded by dark splotches of purple and black. It was an effect I had seen in movies when someone was suffocated to death. It was when I made that realization that I noticed the dark fingerprints wrapped around her throat. I continued to see these tragic, murdered souls whenever I meditated. I couldn't bring myself to stop. I felt I was connected to them somehow. It felt as if they were wandering the cosmos, searching for someone to see them, to show them some empathy. I started to communicate with them mentally. They never responded, not verbally anyway. I would occasionally get the nod of a head or a slight upturn of the lips. The men, women, and children would then vanish as I brought myself out of the meditative state. So how, you might ask, has this destroyed my life now as a grown adult? Well, I lost control. The first time I noticed my grip slipping was when a man bleeding profusely from a hollow eye socket did not disappear when I chose to end the session. I closed my eyes tight and started thinking about food, video games, my crush, anything but the dead man. I could still feel his presence, but I tried opening my eyes anyway. He was still standing there, but his mouth had curled into a wide grin, or maybe a snarl. His one eye was opened wide in a greedy stare. I had to leave the room, closing the door behind me. He didn't follow me, and when I returned he was finally gone. Thankfully, I never saw him again, but I did start seeing glimpses of the dead without any intention of doing so. I could be at the grocery store, waiting for someone in front of the cereal I wanted to move out of the way. 
When they would turn around, I would see they had a slit throat or a gunshot wound. One time, I was at the public pool and saw a little girl floating face down in the water. I screamed for the lifeguard and anyone else who was near her to help. All I received were concerned looks from other swimmers, and I realized as I tried to scoop her up in my arms that the girl wasn't physically there. I continue to be plagued by visions of the dead everywhere I go. I constantly feel them around me. They're with me when I wake up each morning and when I'm falling asleep at night. They follow me to work, where I have to pretend to be a normal guy for eight hours while they parade their suffering all around me. I'm telling you this because I hope it might save someone who listens. Meditation can be a wonderful thing, I'm sure. But please listen to me when I tell you to be careful when you experience the presence it brings. The dead are all around us, and if they sense an empathetic, living soul, they might stop leaving you alone. You can support The Warning Woods by clicking the Anchor Support link in the description or by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash thewarningwoods. Of course, the best way to help is by writing a review and following this podcast in Apple Podcasts or subscribing on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for listening.